0: Welcome to the State of the Fleet Industry, a weekly video series produced by Automotive Fleet Magazine. I'm Mike Antich, Editor of Automotive Fleet, and today I'd like to examine what's occurring in the fleet industry for the week of January 16th, 2023. And for this week's episode, I'd like to discuss the inconsistent service levels that fleets are experiencing from state DMVs around the country, in particular, the consequences of not getting fleet vehicles registered in a timely manner. And this is an issue because DMV delays have a real dollar and cents impact on fleet operations by increasing storage and rental expenses. When vehicles can't be registered and titled, you can't put them in fleet service. You have to store them, and the employee driver has to drive something, so you temporarily put them in a rental unit. And here's how one fleet manager summarized today's issues with state DMVs. So, quote, Whether a fleet is tied closely to an FMC or runs unbundled, service levels have fallen at DMVs in just about every aspect and the wait times have increased, end of quote. One reason for the service decline is that fleet managers say state DMVs have become inconsistent in enforcing their own regulations regarding license and title issues. And here's how another fleet manager summarized this issue. So, quote, one day... You can renew a registration with no problem, and the next day you get a different person and they won't process the paperwork because they think something is missing. It's causing a lot of issues with keeping place legal on our fleet vehicles, end of quote. And as I mentioned, a DMV rejection of a vehicle registration because of missing or inaccurate information can lead to unnecessary downtime or the inability to put a new vehicle into service. Here's how another fleet manager framed this issue. Quote, in the fleet world, paperwork needs to be correct the first time around, as you don't want to send incorrect paperwork to a DMV that's already 30 days behind and regular mail is running an additional four days behind normal timeframes, end of quote. And this fleet manager's observation leads to a different but Related issue, which is the recent degradation of delivery times from the U.S. Postal Service, which DMV offices use to deliver vehicle registration documents. And this was observed by another fleet manager who said, quote, delivery times for the U.S. mail have been increasing. First, there was an increase in lost mail. Other times, it's taking weeks to get mail from point A to point B. But with this increase in mailing time, the DMVs are not adjusting their processing times. End of quote. This fleet manager went on to say, quote, in the past, they used to take three weeks to renew a registration because DMVs were fully staffed and the mail moved in four to five days. But now we're seeing it take up to six weeks to get a renewed registration because of the mail delays. End of quote. And as with many industries, the COVID-19 pandemic has been tremendously disruptive to state DMVs, resulting in office closures or the adoption of an appointment system that's created significant backlogs and workflow at these agencies. But many of these issues that fleets have been dealing with at DMVs precede the pandemic. The root cause as to why these inconsistent service levels are occurring at DMVs tends to fall into three categories. First, there's a staffing constraint that many DMVs, many DMVs are working with fewer people, experiencing higher turnover, and losing experienced employees. Second, the aging legacy computer systems at some DMVs are just prone to system outages. And third, there's internal reluctance by rank and file workers to change DMV processes that are needed to fully take advantage of today's technology. If you follow the news, there's been a steady stream of temporary disruptions occurring with state DMVs around the country. And for the purposes of this video report, i like to examine the last six months of calendar year 2022 from June to December. And in doing that examination, I found that there were temporary disruptions at six state DMVs that tend to fall into these three categories, supply chain shortages, staffing constraints, and computer outages. So here's one example of a temporary DMV disruption created by a supply chain constraint. So on September 26, 2022, the South Carolina DMV had to temporarily stop the issuance of license plate decals and registration cards for several weeks due to a supply chain issue caused by a vendor's shortage of paper stock used to print these cards and decals. The vendor ran out of this specialized type of paper and adhesives and was unable to replenish the inventory in a timely manner. The next common cause of DMV delays centers on staffing constraints, which is the case with the Nevada State DMV that says it has increased the time to process vehicle licensing and titling simply because it doesn't have the people. Today, the Nevada DMV is experiencing the largest staffing shortage in its history. And like many other businesses today, in government in private sector the Nevada dmv says it's struggling to recruit quality applicants and to retain quality employees that are presently on staff but the primary reason for dmv delays tend to focus on aging computer legacy systems that are still in operation at some DMVs. And in my home state of California, the state DMV has seen dozens of systems outages caused by its aging computer systems. But California is not alone. On July 19, 2022, the West Virginia Division of Motor Vehicles experienced a temporary mainframe computer outage affecting license issuance, renewals, and testing. And less than two months later on October 12, 2022, the Nevada state DMV was down due to a computer outage caused by a failure with a fiber connection. And it's worth pointing out that the Nevada DMV outage also resulted in self-service kiosks and smog check stations also going down in the state of Nevada, as both are tied to the Nevada statewide IT network. And lastly, on November second, 2022, the state of Mississippi had its state computer system crash at the Department of Public Service headquarters, temporarily disrupting DMV services. And as long as I've been in the fleet industry, I've heard never-ending complaints from fleet managers about inconsistent DMV service levels. And in many ways, the DMV is the Rodney Dangerfield of the fleet industry. But the immediate question is why do these problems persist? Well, first of all, no two DMV computer platforms are identical. So there's no cookie cutter solution, rather there will have to be 50 solutions specific to each state DMV to minimize wait times, expedite turnaround times, and to introduce long overdue digital services. State DMVs recognize these limitations of their legacy systems and they're pushing to modernize them with new off-the-shelf or customized software. However, the key to a smooth DMV modernization is more than just swapping out servers. When you have a registration and titling system that's been in place for 40 years, it means that you have work processes, internal policies, and organizational structures that haven't changed in two to four decades. This multi-decade institutionalization of how vehicles are registered and titled sometimes creates a resistance to changing business processes to accommodate new technologies at some DMVs. However, despite these obstacles, there's a real trend to modernize computer systems at state DMVs. But this represents a sizable expenditure of taxpayer monies for some cash-strapped state governments that just can't afford the new computer platforms. But perhaps more importantly is a recognition that transformation does not occur quickly at many governmental agencies. I'm convinced that these changes will happen at state DMVs, but it's the speed of change that's a big question mark in my mind. So with that said, I'd like to conclude my State of the Fleet Industry presentation for the week of January 16, 2023, and I'd like to thank you for watching.